Welcome to All In. I'm Rick Jordan. Today I'm the CEO of a large technology company, but in 2007, I lost it all. And now I'm here to share the lessons I've learned and the strategies my guests have used to build success from the bottom up. And in every episode, you'll get something to reach for and something to grab onto. Whether it's personal development, business, technology, or giving back, you'll be able to ignite the spark in your life to make that change and transformation so 10 years down the road from now, You'll be able to look back and say, I don't even know that person that I was. I'm so glad I decided to rise. I'm so glad I decided to stand up and actually begin to start to ignite the spark, to go all in. Hey, welcome back to All In with Rick Jordan. I am Rick Jordan. On today's episode, I am going to ask the question, or rather have you ask yourself the question, are you all in with life? There's a series of things that we're gonna go through. I'm gonna pull some stories from my own life and give you ways that I stay all in and keep myself on track. I'm gonna tell you ways that I fall off balance here and there and give you ways to get back on things, to rise back up. And I really, really am excited to see the transformations that happen in every single listener from this show because that's what I live for. I love being able to show the pitfalls and the successes of my own life in order to help others do the same. So let's dive right into this today. And there's one big one, and you know, my son is the same way with this, and here's a question for you. When you wake up in the morning, or rather when your alarm goes off, do you hit snooze, or do you just jump right out of bed? You may think, oh, it's no big deal to sleep for an extra five minutes, you know, and and I used to think the same thing, I, I did. And I always saw my son, my oldest son, who's the same way as me, is as soon as the alarm goes off, he's just, bam, he's up and he's in the shower. (laughs) He gets going. And I've been that way now for several years, really ever since I dropped weight and really decided to be all in with my life. You know, and I've been that way my entire life and everything that I do, except for a while for my fitness and my nutrition and my health. That was really where I fell off the wagon for a little while. But the way you approach a day the way you get up and go after the day is huge. When you just rise up as soon as your alarm goes off and just get out of bed immediately and be, okay, it's time to crush this thing, it's time to crush this day, your mentality starts so positive right from that moment. And it's tough to do. Do I feel like actually doing that every single day? Heck no. When my alarm goes off, sometimes it's like you gotta be kidding me, especially when I need to take an early flight I remember getting up at four o'clock two weeks ago. I had to fly out so early in the morning and I was dreading this because when it happens the night before for me, when I know I have to get up really, really early, especially for something when I'm going to miss my flight, if I don't get up that early, I get this mode going to where I have trouble actually sleeping because I'm concerned about getting up on time (laughs) and not making the flight. So as soon as my alarm goes off, did I want to get up after I finally you know, kill the restlessness at night of the anxiety of being up so early in the morning. I I maybe fall asleep at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And then it's like, oh, four o'clock comes around. I just got two hours of sleep. Woohoo! Did I want to get up? Heck no. I wanted to sleep in. But you know, I knew that that day was coming and I needed to take that early flight so that I could be where I needed to be to crush the day for work, for podcasting, to, to meet with the clients, to go meet my family on vacation, whatever it is, 
There are so many awesome things to look forward to. And even if you know it's going to be a crappy day because there's just things that you don't want to do that day, what does it matter? Still, get your butt up in the morning as soon as the alarm goes off. And when you rise up and you just jump out of bed, whatever it takes after that point. For me, I eat right away. That's my routine. As soon as I get up, I down 32 ounces of water. This was a trick that I learned back when I was dropping weight six years ago. Because water intake is so important for your health, your nutrition. That's another thing you know about nutrition, which we'll get into here in a little bit, as far as whether you're all in or not. But when you get up in the morning and you drink 32 ounces of water, it jumpstarts your metabolism. It gets things moving for you. Are you noticing a pattern so far? As soon as my day starts, there are things that I do just to get things kicked into high gear immediately. And then I'll start cooking, but usually I'll have the coffee maker programmed if I'm at home to start rocking the world so my coffee's ready for me as soon as I get up. But I'm cooking my breakfast. I'm drinking the 32 ounces of water as I'm cooking my breakfast, and it just gets things moving for me every single day. It's awesome. So there's the question. In the mornings, do you jump right out of bed or do you hit snooze? This is gonna take a little while, but tomorrow morning, I want you to do this. I want you to get up as soon as your alarm goes off and start crushing your day, whatever it is. And don't go sit down and just you know chill for a bit for 30 minutes trying to wake up, because now you've wasted 30 minutes. You might think that I'm a little over-exaggerating at this point, but you know what? I have time to rest and wind down at night. That's when I choose to do that. If you take time in the morning, it becomes easier, to me at least, it becomes easier to just let things flow into an hour, into two hours, into three hours of doing absolutely nothing. And this is a story actually from my own life. I've noticed that when I'm not traveling, when I'm at home, if I get up, which I always do right away, as soon as my alarm goes off, but if I pop open my MacBook and actually start doing some work, or I sit around for 30 minutes or an hour, I never get into the office at a good hour. Because my whole morning moves slowly at that point. And I, I hate it because now I'm looking at my, my watch and it's, you know, oh, it's nine o'clock now. Oh, you know, now it's 10 o'clock. Now it's 11 o'clock. And before you know it, it's lunchtime. I already ate breakfast. I'm still in my pajamas. I haven't worked out yet. Uh, if I don't do this normal morning routine, I don't get my butt out the door. So it's super important. And I challenge you to ask yourself this question. Do you rise out of bed right away or do you hit snooze? Because that's where it all starts. And just know your morning routine from that point on so that you can crush that day. All right, the next question I've got for you, and this is one, right? Do you have the latest phone? I see people a lot, and most people, they'll update their phone every two years or so. I get the newest iPhone every single year. I'm in tech. It makes sense. I need to carry it for my image. But let's talk about that for a little bit. People judge you by your phone, Rick? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everything you do is able to be judged by everybody else. If your phone is five years old, you're, you're struggling with an iPhone 5 right now, it, someone's going to look at you and be like, man, that phone's really like small. What, what the heck's going on here? Can't you afford a new phone? It's like $15 a month. Come on. And they, maybe you legitimately can't, or maybe you have things that are put in a different direction, but everybody can find a way to find at least 15 bucks 
You know, go, go to T-Mobile or something. They've got deals all the time. Go to Sprint. Sprint's offering this deal where it's like 35 bucks all in right now, I just saw it, to where you get the phone and your service, the newest iPhone and your service for $35 a month per line. It's insane. The deals are out there. You just have to find them, but it's a mindset. You can find the deals if your mindset is going to shift to say, you know what, I need to present myself in the best possible way, especially if you're in tech. Everyone looks at this. Everybody lives and breathes on their phone now. Every, I communicate via email. If you don't have something that's going to function well for you, you're not going to be able to respond to that job interview request. You're not going to be able to respond quickly to a text message for somebody that wants to do a deal with you. And when you walk in with this phone that just looks old and decrepit, or here's a big one for me, oh my gosh, cracked screens. Everyone walks around that I see with cracked screens. I'm like, what is wrong with you? How do you even use that thing? Are your fingers bleeding <laughs> from swiping across the cracked glass? You know, this, maybe this is harsh, but you're being harsh on your fingers. Even more so, you're being harsh on your image. What does that say about you? When you're walking around with a screen that has so many cracks and it looks like it's shattered. That's no good. Everyone's going to see that you don't take care of yourself. You don't take care of the things that really are important in your life. You know, and Rick, you're comparing a phone to, I don't know, being married or compared to your kids. Everything reflects your image. How you interact with your kids is a reflection on your image. Walking into a job interview with a broken, cracked screen phone reflects on your image. Because that shows if you're actually taking care of the things that are in your life. Uh, and whether you show up on time, of course, all of those things. But this is so simple. These are so simple to change. If you have a cracked phone right now, I want you to make plans for this afternoon, tonight, to walk into the store, go to Apple, go to, go to a Samsung store, go to T-Mobile, go to Sprint, and get a new phone. Please, you're going to love it. And second, get the insurance on it. Because if you're like me, you know, sometimes I can be a little clumsy. And I'll drop this thing. I, I, I've never really dropped my phone much until this past year. I don't know why that is. Uh, and maybe it's the way that they're designed. Now I have this silicone case on it, so it, it's a little bit more grippy, which is great. <laughs> but they're all glass all the way around now. I mean, the iPhone XS that I have is just glass front and glass back. They're a lot easier to break, and they're a lot more expensive. I get Apple Care. Apple Care allows me two replacements on this thing for only 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something like that when I drop it, and the phone itself is $1,000. It's a much better way to go, and this is taking care of myself. Because if I drop it, do you think that I'm gonna walk in, I'm a businessman, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm in security and tech, do you think I'm gonna walk in and try to do a $100,000 deal, a $500,000 deal, $1 million deal, and I need to pull up something on my phone, a piece of information that's pertinent to this meeting, and now my prospect sees that I have just this crazy cracked screen? <laughs> what does that say about me? Or if I pull out an iPhone 5 that looks like something that my kids might use as a toy, <laughs> what does that say about me? It's all about image first, but even deeper than that, it's about taking care of yourself. It's about putting things in order in your life, and there's little things that can just be clues. So are you all in? Technology is the way to go. I've had a guest on my show uh, in regards to AI, he was saying that his name was Subhadeep Chatterjee. He's amazing, really cool dude. And he was saying the statement that if you're not involved in AI, then you're going to fall behind. You're going to end up losing a job and not be part of this transformation. You know what? The phones that we have right now will not be able to function with AI. 
But as the world continues to change and depend more and more on technology, you're going to have to keep up to date if you even want a job outside of taking an order at the counter at McDonald's. Maybe that's the straight truth today. But even that job is going away now <laughs> with technology. They're putting in these kiosks. So keep up to date with everything so that you can keep up with the pace of society and culture and present the best image showing that you are all in for whatever's gonna cross your path. My next question here for you. This, is, this was great. I have, uh, he's like my number two in my tech firm right now. Came up to me, this was maybe four months ago. It was right before Christmas time. He says, hey, Rick, I've got a question for you. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Was, you always dress so well. And I need some new clothes. And I'm looking at him like, I think he dresses pretty well, right? But, but I always keep things going up. I always step things up. I'm part of this mastermind group with a lot of heavy hitters. And I just joined this group about three months ago. I mean, there's people in it like Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. There's a bunch of celebrities that are in this too. There's only about 90 members in it. So I feel pretty humbled and grateful that they asked me to be a part of it. Super awesome. And I go there and I think I dress pretty great already. And I walk in and I'm watching these and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to step on my game some here. <laughs> but this is cool because even back with Michael Jordan, he never compared himself to his own team, right? He would always step outside and say, who, who do I need? Who else is the best to me? I need to compare myself to them and then step up my game even more to be better than those people. But my guy who works for me, he told me that I think that he thinks I'm the best dressed person that he sees. He's like, hey, would you mind going shopping with me so that I can find some clothes? I'm like, this is exciting. I'm one of those weird dudes that loves shopping, especially for clothes. <laughs> Because I, I, I just get some fun stuff. I've said it more than once that, to me, your appearance on the outside is a reflection of who you are on the inside. I think that even ties back to the phone. You know, are, are you just kind of disheveled enough to where you've got this broken screen? Or are you dressing well enough to where you can be received? Because both of those things are a barrier between whatever message you have getting to that person's ears and into their core to be able to receive. You eliminate all these barriers and dress is one thing. So my question for you to ask yourself today is have you gone clothes shopping at least once in the past six months? And I'm not talking you needed a new pair of pants because you ripped a hole in one or you had this special event that you needed to, to get a, a jacket for this one time. And I don't, that's not clothes shopping. I'm talking have you gone out to almost completely replace your entire wardrobe? or add to it, because all of my stuff is in cycles, and I'm not gonna get into that, but I go at least three to five times a year for some heavy shopping days. You're saying, Rick, I can't afford that. You know what, I get it. That's why this dude was asking me. You know, he makes good money working for me, but I got all excited because you know what? I barely pay full price for anything. The only thing that I pay full price for, really when it comes to clothes, is jeans. You know, it's hard to find good ones that are actually on sale because the good ones just don't go on sale. Have you ever seen Apple reduce prices for an iPhone for a sale during the year at the Apple store? Other people do, like Best Buy and Verizon and T-Mobile. They will have these deals. However, Apple does not reduce their prices everywhere because they are the goods. They are the ones that have the primo product. And if that's where they're positioning themselves as a brand of quality, in value, you don't need to lower your price. You don't need to negotiate. 
So genes, that's one of the things. I mean, I hear this a lot of time from, from women is that there's nothing that fits good like a good pair of jeans, you know, especially around your butt, right? <laughs> I have next to no butt. All right, and this is going to get a little personal here for a bit. So it's tough for me. You know, I wear a size 33 in the waist and 32 length. It's an odd size. Sometimes it's hard to find because in guys' jeans, for those don't know that don't know, it typically jumps up by two inches. So you go 30, 32, 34, 36, 38, 40, and 42. 42 is what I was wearing when I was at my largest years ago. Now I'm a 33, which is, I think it's pretty fantastic. They fit nice, but it's tough to find jeans in that size. It's even tougher to find jeans in that size that actually fit my butt right. You with me, ladies? Because <laughs> behind there, it, if I wear normal jeans, if I wear Levi's or something like that, right? And this comes down to quality in the cut. You know, if you go jean shopping at Walmart, you're not going to find some decent stuff there that's cut right. It's all cut like a box. And for dudes especially, oh my gosh. If you're not wearing fitted jeans, I don't care even if you are the size that I was before in a 42, if you're not wearing fitted jeans, it looks like you're wearing a diaper. They just sag. <laughs> now, where's the, where's the issue with that? I think you can guess because if you're going to walk into an interview or let's say you're just going on a date, you know, you're trying to find that right person for you or you're just trying to have a good time. You want to be received well. You want to dress nice. You, you've got jeans on, you know, or maybe like me, I've got jeans and an American fighter shirt on right now, but I can throw on a boss jacket and look fantastic. And now I'm even ready for a business meeting at this point. It's nice and tapered in. It's fit nice. Uh, and tailoring, guys, is a big deal. Don't ever, it's very hard to find something off the rack, but if your sleeves are too long too, these are perfect because when you have a dress shirt on, you can, the sleeve of your dress shirt should go about three quarters of an inch to an inch past your arm. These are little fashion tips, right? Then the, the real question that I asked to begin with was, have you gone clothes shopping for real in the past six months? All these things affect your image. That's a real question to ask. Are you all in with your image? Are you all in with your appearance so that you can be all in with everything else in your life in the way that people perceive you for the only reason to deliver your message without any barriers of reaching that person that you need to speak with? That's whether it's sales, whether it's any kind of business, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a first date. You don't want any kind of barriers between whatever you're bringing to the table and whatever they want to receive from you. You with me? I love this. Oh man. Here's a big one. I was at a, a, a media event about a month ago and I love, 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 love functional medicine. If you haven't heard about what functional medicine is, I was explaining this to my mother before because everyone knows the traditional medical system and functional medicine is where a doctor is looking to find the actual root cause of the problem rather than addressing the symptoms. It's amazing. It's a completely different mindset. And when I got really, really sick years ago in 2015, I had to go through like this linear series of tests to find out what was going on. And they still couldn't find it out because they still didn't do the right tests when it came down to it. So when they were saying, hey, we're going to do this test. And if this shows nothing, if it comes back, okay, then we're going to do this test. And if that comes back, okay, then we've got that this other test that we could do. And they just kept going down about, so I asked the question, I remember this, why can't we just do all of them? 
<laughs> you know, if one of these could potentially show the problem, why can't we just do all at the same time and then whatever one throws a red flag up, now we know which route to pursue after that point because we're trying to find the root cause of things rather than addressing the symptoms. And they told me the, the most ridiculous answer. They told me, Rick, that's not really responsible. I'm like, how is that not responsible? That actually seems like the most responsible thing to do is to try to figure out what the real problem is here. They said, well, from a financial perspective, we don't want you to spend all this money. And I said, listen, I will find a way. Because my question is, or my statement is never, I can't afford this. My statement is always, how can I afford this? And when it was dealing with my life, with my health, I didn't care. I said, well, you know, you have insurance and we need to submit it to insurance and they won't approve all these tests at the same time. So there's just a little tidbit on how broken our system is. So functional medicine doctors, they don't deal with insurance companies. They do cash only practices or they'll do their own internal financing and just do every single test that is needed for finding out the root cause of whatever problems you may be having. Well, I met this one functional medicine doctor who is really, really brilliant you know, and does a lot of things with the gut, which was actually my problem, so it resonated a lot with me. And when she was talking and delivering her, her speech at the, the place that I was at, I'm looking at her and I noticed that her teeth look like they're almost rotting out of her mouth. And the question that she was asking on the side is, how come I can't charge so much <laughs> like a real doctor can? And I didn't want to be mean, but I'm looking at her and I'm like, well, the teeth to me are a symbol of health. When I was doing a photo shoot last year for my book, my photographer told me that she sharpens up your eyes and your mouth in the image because that's where people's gaze is drawn to when they look at a photo or even when they're interacting personally. Think about when you're talking with somebody. You're, there's really only two places you're looking or really two places you should be looking. <laughs> oh, that's great, yeah. Unless uh, maybe you're on a date or something and you're like, hey, you look pretty good. <laughs> and you might go south a little bit. But your eyes are typically where people look because that's where you connect, right? Or it's a mouth, you know, maybe it's loud around where you're at in the environment. So you're looking at the person's mouth to try to read their lips. But what do you see when you're looking at their mouth? You're looking at their teeth. And if you see something, they might have the whitest teeth, right? But they might have like a little piece of spinach in there from salad or from an appetizer or something like that. And all of a sudden like, ew, <laughs> ooh, okay. So imagine going to your doctor, the one who's supposed to be the symbol of transformation and moving from sickness to health <laughs> and opens up their mouth might have some bad breath but looks like their teeth are just gonna fall right out because they're yellow and black and I'm like oh my gosh I don't even care if you have to pull all those things out but you're brilliant you know what you're looking for as far as functional medicine goes you can help so many people but you're not gonna be able to even connect with them and deliver your message of hope and transformation because you're not even a symbol of your own product. Teeth. Do you take care of your teeth? There was a time period in my life to where it just didn't seem necessary. You know, and I would go in 
maybe once a year, once every two years, pretty gross for a cleaning, right? My teeth were never rotting like this, like this example, right? But you know, there was some buildup and everything. I always hear from the dentist, it's like, yeah, okay, it was a rough cleaning today. We got all the stuff off, no big deal. Your teeth don't look bad, but I'm telling you that if you keep doing this, your gums are gonna get infected. And then there's gonna be some serious problems with your teeth after that. I didn't listen until I just decided one day, just like I did losing weight, it's like, you know what? Image is important. And I need to step into this new realm and I need to make sure that I am taking care of myself, that I am all in from head to toe with my appearance, with my health, with my disciplines, with my rhythms, everything. And one big part of that for me was my teeth. I had to. So my teeth are, I mean, I do a lot of media now, but my teeth are, they were called, anybody watch Friends? You know, remember when Ross goes and gets his, his teeth like crazy, crazy white and bleached? And he's on this date and he's like, hey, let's turn off the light. But he's like, mm-hmm. And he's, he's closing his lips the whole time because they were too harsh on the bleach. And of course, this is TV, but he opens up his mouth in pitch black and his teeth are just this beacon of purple light because his date at the time wanted to do this black lights. And, you know, I had all these psychedelic paintings all over the wall and everything. I had my wife tell me, I'll ask sometimes because now I'm a little self-conscious, like, you know, are, are my teeth getting a little bit yellow because I need to make sure that, do I need to bleach now to get back into that rhythm? And she's like, no, your teeth are like Ross teeth. And then my dentist said this the other day. He's like, man, your teeth are like Ross teeth. You're doing a good job. I was just there like a week ago. <laughs> like, thanks, man. High five. But that's a symbol of health because people's eyes are drawn to that. That's another part of your image. But especially if you're in some kind of medicine or some kind of nutrition, or some kind of physical transformation, maybe you're a physical trainer or something, if that's what you do, you need to look the part. You need to be a product of your product. <laughs> I'm gonna say that again, you need to be a product of your product. Make sure you look the way you're supposed to so that your message does not have any barriers that you can help so many more people and see the transformation in their lives. Here's another question for you. Are you looking to get promoted or are you just looking forward to lunch? Are you looking to get promoted or are you just looking forward to lunch? Why would you want to go to a job to where you just dread walking in the door every day and just can't wait to the point to where you can get your butt out of there to eat some food? That's going to slow down your whole life. I've said this before that if you don't love what you do, change what you do. There might be some caveats to that. I know Will Smith says that, you know, acting pays the bills, but music is what he really loves. However, what he's doing is a great synergy between those two things. But if you're waking up and you're thinking, okay, this isn't something that's going to help me for my future. This isn't a place that I need to go to get ahead in life. It's just a job right now. I hate that. Oh my gosh. When, uh, I, have you ever heard this before? when you're saying, hey, how's life going, man? You know, or a question I love to ask when I meet somebody for the first time is, what kind of cool stuff do you do? And they'll reply and they'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm in, I'm in marketing right now. You know, I, I, do, I do social media scraping and it's, hey, it's a job, it pays the bills. And it's like, come on, why would you wanna do that? Why would you wanna do that to yourself? Are you advancing your life? If it, especially if it doesn't pay well and it's something that you don't enjoy? Why would you want to do that? Life is way too short to waste time on things that you don't enjoy doing or things that will not build towards hitting future targets. 
Just like life's too short to waste calories on bad food. <laughs> you, that's a future target. You want to enjoy that food, right? So if I, even if I get a bite of something, squirrel, squirrel, this is a squirrel. I, I, I don't know, but if I take a bite of something, even a dessert, because I love dessert, I have a sweet tooth. Even though I'm super slim and trim, I try to do things in moderation. This is, well, I'm really going off on a tangent, but I don't care because this is important to me. If I take a bite of something that is just bad, or not even necessarily bad, that if, especially if it's a dessert, if it doesn't wow me, I won't even finish it. I won't take another bite. I don't care if it was my daughter that baked cookies for me. Now, as an aside, my daughter is an amazing little chef. She's fantastic, and there's always this good treat when I get home, and her icing is the best that I've ever tasted in the world. So think of how picky I am. And I used to be the guy that ate three cookies and drank a big old glass of milk before going to bed every night when I was super fat. So I love, love, love sweets. <laughs> but if there's, I'm not gonna waste a second bite on something that's bad. So why would you waste another minute at a job that you hate and that doesn't build towards the future? Are you just looking to get promoted? Or are you just looking forward to lunch? Uh, there's always one thing in every single show and I'm gonna give you one single thing to do, to do today is go home, take a look at yourself, ask yourself through these different questions and if you want, hit me up. DM me, you know, you can find me obviously at Mr. Rick Jordan on all the social media platforms. There's different places I go. Remember how I said the whole shop like Rick thing? I go to outlets, guys. That's how that rolls. I buy designer clothes at a fraction of the price. I get, oh my gosh, Armani. Everybody loves Armani. My suit, when I spoke at NASDAQ last year because I needed a pinch, I went to Nordstrom and I bought a full-blown Armani suit. It was about two grand for the suits. Gorgeous, fit me great. However, now I get Armani jackets and I go to the Armani outlets and just a jacket that I have, I have several Armani jackets right now, I've gotten them, no joke, 90% off. I'll get this amazing, one of my favorites is like this window pane pinstripe dark navy blue. Looks amazing, it's tailored fit, really comes in on the sides to, to accentuate the V that I have from working out. And that was a $2,200 jacket if I would have gotten it at Saks in New York on Fifth Avenue. However, you, you know, know how much I paid for it? $180. That's it. There are ways to get amazing things and change your image. So your one thing for today is take a good hard look at yourself. I've said this before is that you can never truly know where you're going to go until you take an honest look at yourself today and take inventory and say, I need to change these things. And you know what? There's so many ways and so many places that you can start with and begin as far as what to, don't try to do all these at once because it's gonna to be too overwhelming. Pick one or two of them right now and focus on that for the next three months. Because it's gonna to be too overwhelming because you might look at yourself and you might be a mess like I was several years ago. You might be at the point where it's like, well, how do I do that? You know what, there's so much that I need to change about me. There's so much in my life that I need to purge right now. There's so many things that I need to change about my appearance. There's so many things that, these dreams and these visions that I have, but it just, there's way too much that I have to do because I know that I'm not good enough for that right now. Don't worry, just start. When you get up tomorrow morning, don't hit snooze, stand up and crush your day because that is the beginning of a new you. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. 
Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message.